Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi everyone, it's your iconic bestie, Achang. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast, The Queen's Archives. Each week we'll welcome a special guest right here into the Queen's Quarters to laugh, shake some ass, drink some Prosecco, and get real, baby, okay? Today's guest is a true trailblazer in the fashion industry. She's a model and just graced the runway of this year's SI show. Please welcome to the Queen's Quarters, Sistine, baby. Hi, sweetheart. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I'm so excited to be here with you, babe. I'm so excited to be here with you, too. Oh, my God. Y'all, for those people listening, I want to tell you a fun story of how I met Sistine. I randomly went to this event with Wolf and Badger, and I saw this woman in red, like brown hair, doing her thing, just being confident. And we ended up sitting next to each other, and we were talking. And then she says, like, yeah, I'm an SI model. And I was like, hold up. I'm hold on, hold on. I was like, hold on, hold on. I'm like running it to be SI Rookie 2024. And that's how we met. We walked the, the SI runway in Miami and all that fun stuff. So Sistine, yes, so excited did. to have you here, baby. I'm so excited to be here, babe. I mean, you killed that runway. Oh, thank you. It was insane. And I remember my my mom was in the audience and she said she said everybody cheered for you, like, you know, some more than others for different people. And she was like, but when she went on, the audience lost their minds. Oh, that is when crazy. she was talking about you. Yeah. I love that. Also, <laughs> I love your mother. She is she's queen. She's such an angel. I really she's love funny. her. She is. She really is. Well, sweetheart, we want to know a little bit more about you. And so I'll be asking you a few little questions just to get to know who the Sistine is. Okay. Let's do it. I lo- I can talk about myself all day long. So. Oh, I love it. Oh, <laughs> fabulous. Okay, sweetheart. So where were you born and raised? So I was born in Brussels, Belgium, but I moved to the States when I was three. So I was raised in Fort Worth, Texas. Ooh, great. Have you been back to Belgium? Quite a cultural, quite a cultural change. Um, I do go probably every two or three years or so. Mm. My, my entire family's still there, my grandparents, all of that, but... I don't go as often as I'd like to, just because it's expensive, it's cross seas, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, so you said you grew up where? In Texas? In Texas, yep. What, what was that like, honey? <laughs> it was it was interesting. It's funny, people always say, like, whenever I was moving to New York, they're like, you're going to have such culture shock. And I never did. I fit seamlessly into New York immediately. Uh-huh. But now every time I go back home to Texas, I get culture shock from Texas. I'm like... Oh my God, I cannot believe people live like this. We really are in such a bubble in New York, and I don't ever realize it until I go home, and I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, interesting. But I I honestly don't think it was... I I mean, Fort Worth is not too crazy in terms of, like, very, like, conservative, redneck, crazy, you know, how some of Texas is. Um, Fort Worth is, like bit more of a city so it was nice I didn't hate growing up there and so yeah so you had a little bit of like a cross-cultural experience you lived part of your some part of your life in Belgium then now you moved to Texas and all this stuff like were you interested in modeling all along or is this something new that just like came up where you're like yo I can rock this and period what is it giving I always wanted to do it my sister and I when we were younger we would make my mom like take us to Dallas on weekends 
and like go do acting and modeling classes and runway classes and all that stuff and go to castings. I think I had my first like modeling job when I was 13 or 14. It was like a back to school commercial. I love that. <laughs> so I, I really always wanted to do it. So Wait, can we still find this commercial? I'm glad to look on YouTube. It, it was for Beals. Uh, it's a department store. I mm-hmm. feel like I have found it once, but it, it's it's buried. You know, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to really dig. <laughs> I'm gonna try and find this. A Beals back to school commercial. That's gonna be our promo that we're gonna use for this episode. The video of you. Okay. <laughs> yes. so a fourteen year old me. <laughs> And so you started modeling, like, kind of, like, thinking about it when you are 13, right? And now you are, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you right now? I'm 25. You're 25. So there's been a couple of years of you just really doing this. So can you just yeah. talk about your journey of, like, how that has been for you from, you know, kind of, like, you know, your mom taking you to Dallas to go do um, the, the acting classes and modeling classes to moving to New York and getting signed by an amazing agency to you being, like, all over the place. Like, I think after I saw you, I started seeing you more in, like, ads and stuff like that. Like, your face was just all over. So I want You're you... Like, She's everywhere. I can't I know. I was like, I can't escape her. I was like, Sistine, Sistine, Sistine. <laughs> so can you just tell, talk about, like, what that journey has been like for you, baby? Of course. Um, so I, I, I was doing it a little bit in Texas, but always knew I wanted to go to New York. I moved here when I was 18 for school. I went to NYU. Mm-hmm. And while school was like my main focus, because it was what allowed me to live here, mm-hmm. I, um, I was doing a lot of modeling on the side. I was trying to, I would shoot with literally anyone I could find, constantly shooting with photographers, mm. always doing test shoots. Um, I would always do like random little side gigs here and there. I remember I once did a stock photo shoot. It was like an eight-hour day. We're running around the city taking all these random photos. I think I got paid like maybe $150. Oh, my goodness. For eight hours? Literally nothing for like eight hours. Insane. And to this day, I still see those photos used everywhere. Oh, my So, I mean, I was like really slumming it back then. I was like I was doing anything I could. And then I think uh, two years after moving here, I signed to my first agency. It was MMG bit of like a smaller boutique agency who honestly works with a lot of like um talent in terms of like pageantry and stuff like that um so I started with them was getting a couple gigs and then really things did not start blowing up for me until I went to Coco Rochelle's model camp if you've heard of it I I have heard of it I have heard of it she's she's quite a fabulous model as well she's amazing she's insane she teaches the whole camp herself and you learn so much and even me I was like oh I feel like I know my way around I know I know things I've been doing this but I still learned so much and at that camp one of um, her employees who was working the camp ended up being um, someone who runs a modeling agency as a mother agent and she was like you're amazing you're hilarious we we kept hitting it off because we were laughing at like silly tweets <laughs> and she's like i want to sign you you're amazing and i was like okay great amazing so left mmg signed with her within a month or so she had me signed to one management in new york so that was my first really big agency um but then of course 4 months later the world shut down so oh my god this was before the pandemic this was before the pandemic like right before oh lord okay right as things were starting to go for me I, yeah, the, the world shut down, which was fun. Mm-hmm. And then um, basically I graduated college during the pandemic mm-hmm. and I was bartending for like throughout the pandemic all the way until December of 2020. 
Um, and that's about it. I mean, there really wasn't that much modeling going on then. And then um, in December, I decided to move to LA for a few months just to see if I could get signed out there, meet some clients, yada, yada. My sister lives there, so I was like, I'll just go live with her for a few months. It'll be fun. And escape New York winter, of course. And so I get there. Within, like, the first three weeks, every single agency had turned me down. They were all like, nope. Wow. We're good. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool, awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I had wanted bangs for the longest time. And all my agents, like, my mother agent and my New York agents had said no. They're like, no, it's, it's, it makes it so much more complicated. It's so much more specific. Clients don't like working with bangs, yada, yada. And so when they all turned me down, I was like, listen, I'm here for the next couple months. I'm, I'm not signed and I really want bangs, so I'm just going to get them. And if they really suck, it'll grow out by the time I go back to New York, you know? Mm-hmm. And I got bangs, and literally within two weeks, I got signed. Because the bangs was what I was missing this whole time. <laughs> but it looks it's good. So the bangs funny. frame the face, honey. It's giving. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, but my bangs literally made my modeling career. Because it was just, it was uphill from there. And so, you are a model, right? But... I don't know if you guys follow Sistine on TikTok or um, Instagram. Fabulous, fabulous follow. Fabulous experience. I think it's such a sexy part of the internet that I, I, I love being in. And I, I, I think when people think of models, right? They think of like, oh, tall, skinny, tire banks, this, or, you know, very specific. And right. I think you have come out and shown like, yo, this is who I am. I'm on, a, I'm, on, I'm on Sports Illustrated, I'm a rookie, anthropology ambassador, all these things. Like, can you give advice for, like, how you decided to make that leap? Like, I don't care, I'm just going to do this. And what advice would you give to somebody else who's like, oh, my God, I'm not, I don't look like a quote-unquote model. Like, mm-hmm. what should I do to get to where you're at? Honestly, the big moment for me, because Obviously, it's like when you're a kid or you're a teenager, you're like, oh, I want to be a model or an actress or famous. That'd be so cool, you know? Mm-hmm. But there comes a time where so many people tell you that oh, that's ridiculous. It's not yeah. Happen, right? And Do so people tell I was, you that? I was in that. Of course. Especially considering the fact that I am not six foot and a size zero, right? And um, But it wasn't until I've, it's like a very memorable moment in my life was when I first started seeing the airy campaigns for the airy reel ad right when they started doing their thing where they're like hey no retouching these are real people and they were like the first big brand to do that and I remember seeing that and seeing Iskra Lawrence and seeing Ashley Graham and those kinds of models really starting to come out and I was like okay hold on because if they can do it I can do it like I it was all it took was seeing somebody like me to push me to do it and then I just never stopped and my the thing is my sister and I have this saying that we say because a few years ago an acting coach told my sister he said your success is not a question of if it's a question of when When. oh my god I yeah I see I see your effort I see your talent and it's it's not it's not gonna be like oh if this happens it's gonna happen it's just we just don't know when and so we just started applying that to everything it's like if you want something bad enough and you work hard for it and you keep going it's a question of when you know there are actors who they don't make their big hit until they're like 50 or 60 years old but they still did it you know so that's how I live with everything I'm like if I want something I go for it and I just keep going until I get it (laughs) that feels very manifesty like do you manifest are you manifesting girl 100% 100% of course Do you feel like you've manifested the life you're living definitely I've been doing vision boards since I was 15 give us some advice on how to manifest I'm trying to manifest a man how should I do that Sistine help me 
Oh, girl. <laughs> I'm trying to manifest a man. I think <laughs> it's hard when you want something like that bad that is out of your control. Like a man. I can't just like create a man right in front of me, right? But I think the, the biggest thing with me and what is successful for me is you have to just trust that it's coming, you know? You can't be sitting there worrying and stressing and, and, figure, and trying to figure out the hows and the whens and blah, blah, blah. Like, you have to just say, all right, this is what I want. This is going to happen. You know, I'm leaving it up to the universe. It's no longer in my hands. You have to let, let it go, which is so hard. But that's the key. And that's I what know. I'm currently trying to do with a man. It's <laughs> hard. It's hard because I'm like, people are always like, oh, you know, I'm, uh, somebody that you love or a partner comes when you least expect it. And I'm like, fine, I least expect a man. Uh, I'm, nah. not, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm not looking. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm not looking for him. I oh, can't ooh, see. Ooh. I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. I don't want a relationship right now. Oh, can no. you hear me, universe? Yeah, universe. just don't. Nope, not expecting it. <laughs> no. But, Sistine, I feel like you're so good at dating, though. And, like, I've I've seen you, like, talk to men. Like, when we're in Miami, I saw, I saw you do your thing, girl. Okay? <laughs> All right? You know, I feel like you're good at being, like, confident and being, like, I'm in this space. And I, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like if you're, like, that man looks handsome, I'm going to talk to him. And, my, like, I would say 100% of the time he's, like, about it. Because I feel like the confidence, yeah. you're gorgeous, number one. Your confidence. That's, that's all it takes, though, is confidence. Period. Like, the way you carry yourself, it's like, yeah. I have, do you just go to a man and you say, I like your hands up? What do you, how do you start? So, this has actually been my, like, lesson of the year. Because back um, in, like, November, December, I went on a second date with this guy. And I, like, I truly used to be the person who I hated dates. I hated going on them. I went on, like, two, three dates a year. I would get so anxious and work myself up before a date, and I just dreaded it with everything. And so I, I went on this date with this guy, and on the second date, he looked at me and he said, you know, like, I can tell you're super confident, super comfortable in yourself and your body, um, yada, yada, but I can tell you're insecure about dating. And yeah. I was just, I was like, okay, not so loud, please. Okay, yeah, like, why, right, you, but why are you shouting you didn't have at to me? Call me out like why that. are you shouting? We're in a public like, space, sir. Like, <laughs> And around the same time, I had met this guy at my favorite bar. So we met in person. So you know you romanticize them when you meet them in person versus a dating app. And I had the biggest crush on him. I just, I wanted him to like me so bad. And we had this like weird fling for like two or three weeks. And towards the end of it, he was like, oh, I found your TikTok. And I was like, oh, (laughs) You know, like, I don't like men watching my TikTok. It's for the girls. Like, don't watch that. <laughs> it's for and the girls. Like, it's no, not for the boys. This is not for like, boys. It's not for men. Get out. Get away. <laughs> um, but he was like, yeah, I was, like, really surprised. And I was like, you're surprised? Like, why? I, I, I personally think I'm very real on my TikTok. I feel like I'm, I, it doesn't, you don't meet me and you're like, whoa, this is not who I was expecting. Like, I think it's, I'm the same. And so, and I know this, and people have told me this, but he was like, yeah, you're just kind of different on TikTok. And I'm like, what do you mean? What does He's that like, mean? You're just, you're, you're so, like, independent, confident, and such a badass on TikTok. And I was like, okay, am I, am I not, am I not all those things Am I not life? that shit right, right now? What? I realized, like, in that moment, I immediately realized what had happened, and it was the fact that I wanted this man to like me so much that I was making myself smaller so that I could be someone that he would like, you know? I didn't want to be too loud or too much like myself. 
and I realized it immediately, and by then it was too late. I mean, pretty soon after, he ghosted me, and it hurt my feelings so bad. But, honestly, if I ran into him today, I would thank him, because those experiences, the two of them, really made me be like, okay, you know what, F- this. I am not going to be this person who's insecure about dating and being called out by it, and who is not being my true self. And so my best friend and I said, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a dating thing where we go on one date a week. And we're like, we have to. You have to do it. It doesn't matter. Like, obviously, if you travel, whatever. But you have to go on a date a week. And if you, you can go on a second date with someone, and that'll count as your one per week quota. But a third date no longer counts. You still have to continue dating other people until you're exclusive because that's the thing we do right we pick one person we're like oh my god i love them blah 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 and i'm like you've been on two dates like, be so serious continue yeah. dating other people you know <laughs> yes stop committing yourself to one person when they won't commit to you so those are the rules and um to make it more fun we a lot of the dates we go on the date at the same place same time and we just don't tell the guys yeah the person oh, and- i love it <laughs> yes. you know you just like see them from across the bar and you're like hey girly and it's so much more fun that way. It takes away the edge, you know, and the anxiety. And honestly, within five minutes, you forget your friend is in the same restaurant as you. But then halfway through, we'll meet in the bathroom. We'll, like, touch base. Like, you know, what are you thinking? Are you going to go home with him? Like, do we like him? So we've had some really fun experiences that. So all of this to say that I really used to suck at dating. And this year I was like, no, fuck that. I'm going to get over it. And I'm going to make dating my bitch. Period. I've done. <laughs> I love it. Actually, the first time I met Sistine, she told me about this. And honestly, Sistine, you've changed the way I've looked at dating. Because I used to be the person who I could only, like, if I'm seeing one person or if I go on, like, a few dates with, with someone, I'm like, okay, it's it. It's it's him. It's it. This is it, right? Yeah. And I feel like yeah. it's... You it's put all so, your eggs in one basket. Literally, for no reason. Because, listen, men of this day and age, please, you already know. I don't even need to tell y'all, whoever are listening. You yeah, know how men know. are, okay? Yeah. I'm not saying all men, but most men are trash, okay? We've been there. We've done that, <laughs> right? And I felt like this other person i would talk to this other person and he's like yeah i'm dating other people but i'm mad invested in him why right why especially in your early 20s or just in your 20s in general or whatever age you could be dating a bunch of men when you're 50 if you're single okay not when you're married okay stay stay true to your stay true to your partner but i think it's important especially for women to explore what they like and what they don't like one and two understand that it's okay to like love more than one person and i think women feel a little afraid of that because they will be labeled like slut or whore and all these things. Right. But men have like 10, I own it. Literally. I literally, I'm like, I'm in my whore era. I don't care. Oh my I'm God. What, what way? <laughs> it's a whole phase, honey. And it's okay to go through I'm a taking, whole phase. I'm taking the power back on the word. Take <laughs> it back, honey. We're in our whole phase. Right? And for me, this summer, that's what I'm doing. And Sistine told me about it. And the funniest thing is that they have a spreadsheet. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, you're outing me right now. Oh my god, I'm sorry. (laughs) They do have have a spreadsheet and they and it it's a good way to remember like, oh, did I have a good date with this person or was it weird or was did yeah. And I read some of them and like I'm just understanding how crazy dating is actually. Like I was like It's hilarious. It's hilarious. The things some people do, you're like, what the who raised you? Honestly, like I I read one, I said, What? She's like, Yeah, this happened like two weeks ago. I was like, that is insane. But this is to encourage people to go date more 
and mm-hmm. um, I I've tried the date once a week, but I feel like I already just I I can't stand men that much. So I can. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Do, it baby. is like a, it's a muscle you have to exercise. Oh the, my the god! More, more yeah, but it's been fun too because there's so many little lessons I'm learning along the way. Yes, like I think a lot of women. A lot of people, honestly, this could be said for men too, is that they will, they don't know how to end a date. You know, you don't want to be mean, but you like kind of, you know, after a drink or two, you're like, okay, I know that this isn't going anywhere and I, <laughs> I want to go home to bed, you know? Yes. And we have, we have a, a habit of like prolonging the date because we don't know how to stand up and say, all right, you know, this was great. Had a nice time chatting. Lovely to meet you. Have a nice life. Yes. We just let it drag on for hours and then you're at the third bar and you're like what am I doing here I could be in my bed and that and it's like and then having to navigate the like awkward do you hug do you kiss blah 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 you know like I think a lot of women will just kiss them just to avoid the awkwardness and those are all things where I was like I want to stop doing this I want to be able to say hey I'm done with this date now thank you goodbye no thank you I don't want to kiss you all right have a good night you know yeah so all these like little lessons along the way and it's been made it's made me more confident in person too when I meet people which I think is what you picked up on Miami where I'm like yes. all right I'm you know like at the end of the day it's not serious nothing is that serious nothing is that Everything serious is silly Christine. we can have a silly good time I literally picked up a guy in a couple a couple weeks ago literally because we made eye contact from across the bar and I refused to let it go I don't think I've ever <laughs> stared at a man so hard but it worked was he handsome <laughs> is that why you stared he was he was a cutie he yeah I just I randomly saw him it was like it was like three in the morning at this point I was probably pretty drunk made eye contact and I was like yeah he's hot and he's walking out of the bar as we make eye contact he's making it back with me and holding it like neither of us break and then he walks out the door and I'm looking at him through the window and we're continuing Christine. that eye contact all the way down the street <laughs> Until he is out of my eye line. And I'm like, oh, that was funny. Whatever. Five minutes later, he came back and sat in front of me. I love that. And period. And that's the confidence that every woman needs and deserves. Okay. Eye contact goes a long way. You don't even have to go up to men. Just stare at them Honestly, down. just staring them down. They can feel this, the, the, the tele, telekinesis through your eyes. And you're telling him, come here. I'm not coming to you. When he sat back down, when he sat back down, his friend was like, bro, what happened? I thought you left. Because his friend was at my table. I didn't even realize. He was like, oh, I, um, somebody was giving me siren eyes. I had to come back. And I was like, oh, Period, yes. period siren. Sistine, <laughs> so I want to ask, what are your thoughts on having sex on the first date? I do it. Period. <laughs> I, I do it, period, you know? Yes. I am a sexual being. I am allowed to be a sexual being. Mm-hmm. If men are allowed to do it, why can't we do it, you know? Uh-huh. And honestly, there are people who are like, oh, well, what, now he's going to think of you, lesser of you. And it's not going to keep going into relationship path. And I'm like, if I hook up with someone on the first date and that's the way they think, I don't ever want it to go down the relationship path to begin Absolutely. with. You know? Like the right person for me is not going to think lesser of me because I wanted to have sex with them on the first date. Literally. I think people need to understand that women are also sexual beings. Okay? Yeah, like, we like sex. Literally, <laughs> women love sex too. You know what I mean? Like, And I think... I just, I, I want women who are listening to this to feel like if a man thinks like, oh, if you have sex on the first date, he thinks you're too easy or too, that has everything to do with him and nothing to do with, and nothing to do with you, you, okay? 100%. And like you just right. said, that's not somebody you want to be having a long-time relationship with at all, in any space and in any Absolutely way. Absolutely not, no. You know? No. But yeah, girls, have sex, okay? Like sex on the first date's fun. I had, I went out with one guy. 
And we went, he lives a couple blocks from me. And so we met at a restaurant, like, in the middle. Because I really need to start dating outside of my neighborhood. Because it's getting to the point where every time I leave my house, I'm like, oh, my God, there are, like, three different men I could run into right no, you, now. Oh, no, you have to go to a different borough, baby. You can't stay no, there. I, I need, uh, no, I know, I know. I need to, I need to work on that. But because we were so close to his house, I went over to his house and we had sex on his rooftop. Wow. That was awesome. Was it you cold? Know? It's a good story. No, it was, this was in... May, so it was warm. It was cute. Period. <laughs> Don't play with Sistine. I think it's giving whole phase summer, whole phase fall, whole phase winter until you are ready. Like I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Let it be. Let it be. I think it's that's that's what it's giving. Whole phase. Do you feel? Do you feel like that's what right. it's giving? Yeah, I love a host phase, and it's helping me let go too of the need for like a relationship or a man because I'm having so much more. I'm having more fun with it. And now I'm realizing, okay, you know, as much as I do want a relationship, maybe, I am also really, I love my life and I'm having fun and being single is fun when you make it fun. And I could meet the love of my life tomorrow and I will never be single again. So I might as well make the most of it, right? Because I never know when it's going to end forever. Absolutely. For me, I I think about about it as... The side effects of a whole face is always positive for women, right? If you do it safely, if you protect yourself, okay, protect your heart and protect your mind and know exactly why you're going in to do this, there's so many good things you can learn. Like, you know, you're learning about yourself. You're learning about things you like, things you don't like, men you like, men you don't like, dating, sex, how to kissing. Have fun, how to be carefree. Yeah, how to you be know, carefree, like, how to be also, fun. Like, how to tell men what you want in bed. That yes. is such a challenge that we don't ever talk about. And the more you do it, the more you're like, oh, this isn't that bad. And it's a lot more enjoyable when I actually speak up. <laughs> I've had to learn about that. Because at first I was just like, fine, this is what we're doing. We're doing it. But then I had to be like, girl, I was giving them a PowerPoint. I was like, this is what I like. I don't like it. Don't, you know, do this. Don't do, <laughs> don't do that. Do, do this. I was like, are we all set? Thank you. Do you have any questions? <laughs> Amazing. Lights off. Let's go. Are you a lights off, life, lights on person? Um, I like soft mood lighting, you know? Ugh, love it. Honey. My nightstands, they change colors, so I could go for like a red vibe, I could do purple. Okay, put the link in so, your bio so we I can like, come I like shop. That kind of thing. Okay, put the link in bio. <laughs> we will come and buy it, baby. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Mood lighting's where it's at. I want to invite you to one of my favorite parts of the show. It's called The Queen's Quarters, okay? I'm inviting you in to have have some fun with us. We're going to be doing some speed dating rapid fire questions, okay? Okay, I love it. Let's do it. This is going to be for for you, but for whoever wants to date Sistine, y'all should be taking notes right now. Get out your pen and paper. I'll give you three seconds. (laughs) My DMs are open. Your DMs are open. (laughs) We're going, we're giving you three seconds. Three, two, one. Let's go okay what does a perfect date night look like for you baby uh drinks at my favorite bar and then we go to a dance club afterwards and make out in the corner okay babe but what's your favorite bar so they can come find you there um oh, i'm not gonna lie my favorite all-time favorite bar is ding-a-ling <laughs> y'all heard it y'all heard it ding-a-ling look it up put it down ding-a-ling. Uh, <laughs> i love it what's your relationship deal breaker um ego i can't stand i can't stand somebody with ego it's really hard to let go of ego when it comes to even dealing with conflict or even making the smallest decisions as where should we go eat so that makes sense baby what's your love language um uh, acts of service and physical touch um how do you like to receive love physical touch i think i give words i give acts of service and i receive i i like to receive it in physical touch 
uh, most attractive quality in a person maybe the last person you went on a date with what was his most attractive quality personality wise humor without a doubt i am such a sucker for a dad joke it's ridiculous oh my god can you give me do you know a dad joke right now um i don't know that i, I can't see i'm not the funny person i just like laughing <laughs> you just like laughing you're you're contributing with the laughter with the support of like this was hilarious right. oh my god okay um what was your favorite first date spot i've pat from dingling okay part from dingling first favorite yeah. first date spot um i who there's a bar that i really like going to that i've brought a couple dates it's called bb wine bar and they also BB have wine bb bar. wine bar and they have a sister bar too called eighth street wine cellar either of those places i love a like wine bar you get some charcuterie you know like a couple snacks that's like my ideal first date i think I feel like you like like mood lighting like cool sexy spots i think that's your vibe you should check out and everybody else here who wants to take sustain uh, y'all should go to maison premier it's in williamsburg it's absolutely gorgeous super sexy the drinks are amazing it feels like you're in like positano in new york and i think if nobody's taking you on a date there we'll do a girl date there right. i'll take you i'll take you out say less babe <laughs> <laughs> um would you date someone who works in your industry no absolutely not would you date a male model come on be so for real no i wouldn't not <laughs> I, even I not even a, a male instagrammer ego and the like number one man to have an ego is a male model literally as an I don't know. I couldn't do it, but I feel like even like just a male influencer, like the thought of them just standing in front of a ring light, I can't do it. Even though I do it, it's such an it. I agree. It's it's like, it's for the girls. <laughs> it's for the girls. This is for girls, not for boys. <laughs> I agree. I would date like I would date someone in the industry, like someone who works on set or photographer. Or, but a, a male model, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, uh, are you? on dating apps i am i'm on hinge and raya okay raya was shit for me hinge i just don't know hinge is ugh, hinge is a lot on hinge, raya you gotta work for it the more you're on it and the more you're swiping and talking the app i i think like almost rewards you with like hotter people over time um because i feel like for the first couple months i was on it it was just nothing you know i'd match with someone and you would get no response nothing but the more I'm on there, the better it works out for me. So I would say like 60% of my dates right now are from Raya. I should be more on it. I just think I've been like, my friends have been really good about like introducing me to their people and like beyond the people I know. And I feel like um, if my friend introduces me to somebody, they know they're a good representation of them. That's kind of where I'm going. Or if I'm like maybe meeting somebody, I've been meeting a few guys at the bar, but I just don't know if the love of my life is that, you know, dingling, you know what I mean? But um <laughs> probably not but i just um i think that's where i'm going i just feel like hinge is like the forever 21 buy one get one free rack and i can't do it anymore so i'll get back on it maybe when i get back to new york or when i'm on vacation and see if i can have a little vacation lover <laughs> um thoughts on long distance i have never done it i don't know that i could do it but yeah i don't know never say never there are plenty of people who do it really well but again being 
a person where physical touch is a huge part of my relationship I don't, or my love language, I don't know that I would could do it. I feel the same way too. I think also for me, my, my love language is physical touch. And I just don't think I could go three months without just like hugging somebody that like I right. love. Like especially like a partner. Like it's like what? Like it just phone sex is not enough. I just don't think that's it. Okay. I better so, be like head over heels in love with you if I'm going to do long distance. No. Ab- absolutely. I better be so in love and obsessed that it, it makes sense right. for me to even be like fine you live in turkey and i live in new york lord <laughs> okay <laughs> thoughts on ghosting have you ghost I, okay ha, have you been ghosting people i have not no so this was i made a promise to myself because it's hard it's hard being a, a grown-up and a big person and saying hey you know it's just not my vibe let's move on whatever it's so much easier to mm-hmm. ghost and i get that but you know it sucks being on the receiving end of it i think Obviously, if, like, you go on one date, neither of you text, great, awesome. But if someone's, like, repeatedly texting you, like, just send them a, a text and say, hey, listen, you're a great person, I had a great time, but, like, not for me, you know? And it's a simple thing. It's something I worked on, and now I, I, I take pride in the fact that I don't ghost people, because it sucks. Oh, my God. Sistine, yeah, I'm about to text this man and tell him sorry. I, it didn't work between us, because... <laughs> He texted me last week and like it he was just not consistent with like even though we were just like casually dating right. like you know but he was not consistent with it so then he finally texted me back to back like throughout the week and I was like nah I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to put myself there so now I'm like yo maybe I should just text him so I I don't meet up with him at some random place and it's awkward I should be like this I don't like this I got good advice recently I probably from a TikTok where someone said, if you think that somebody is about to ghost you, then send that text first. Don't, because they was like, do you call out a ghost? You know, do you say like, hey, what the f- why are you ghosting me? Instead of doing that, you send that message first being like, hey, like, you know, I've been having a lot of fun, blah, blah, blah. You're a great person. Yeah, you send that text where you're like, but I think I'm good on this. Because I think yeah. when, like with the ghosting thing, it always leaves the potential to come back, right? And when somebody ghosts you, they're leaving the door open for themselves. And you don't want to ever be that person that, you, like, I'm not going to sit here and wait around for you to decide you want me or like me. And so if you, like, if you feel like you're about to get ghosted, send that text, close the door right in their face. And then you, <laughs> and you and heard then it you right here, baby. Like, you're a bigger person because you're like, oh, I ended things, not the other way around. Hair flip, hair flip. And you heard it right here on the Queen's Quarters, baby. Period. Sistine. No, I, I, I really vibe with that, too. And I think more women needs to, need to do that. Because sometimes you we, we have, like, a really good, like, hunch or intuition. Like, you can tell, like, yeah, this we just kind of oh feels God. not right. And it feels like, yeah, you've been distant. I'm, I get that. Thank you. This was amazing. Farewell. Right. Sayonara. I, I have this thing where I know when the last time I'm going to see someone is. I literally, a few weeks ago, there was this guy, it, the eye contact guy. Literally is like walking me home from a bar we had gone to and I just had a feeling. We literally made out on my porch and then he walked away and my thought was, you know, I'm never going to see this man again. And sure enough, have not seen him, have not heard from him. And I'm like, wow, my gut is just always right on that. I could literally kiss someone goodbye and I will still be like, nope, I'm never seeing them again. (laughs) It's like, oh, we'll text later. But that intuition, like, yo, trust your gut. Right. There's a reason why people say that. Trust your gut. If it feels good, it feels good. If it doesn't feel good, it doesn't feel good. And my friend Serena Kerrigan always says, "It's if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell it's no. A, no, if it's, no, no. If no, if it's not a f- yes, it's a f- no. No. Yep, that's my mom's okay. go-to advice too. So period. Okay. 
love it love it love it but sweetheart um i want you to just leave us with some advice for people who you know really look up to you and there's a lot of people who love your content and just um we're so glad that you're a human who exists and does what she does thank you for that you know one you're but what advice would you oh sweetheart i know i'm like getting a little emotional because i'm like i really with you heavy like i think you're such a phenomenal woman baby and so thank you sweetheart and so what advice would you just give for somebody who's who's out there one of first of all trying to get some confidence you know and also just trying to get to where you are at today or just do something wild and beautiful with their lives right um i think kind of a mix of everything i've been saying you know if you want something go about it with the mindset that it's not a question of if it's a question of when realize that 90 percent of the time the only thing stopping you from getting something is yourself the obstacle in your way is you it's almost always you you are holding yourself back you are in your own damn way like 90 percent of the time and to keep yourself from achieving all the dreams you want to holding yourself back because of something as silly as like not feeling comfortable in your body is honestly insane when you like really break it down and be realistic about it to say like oh i'm not gonna go and chase my dreams because my stomach isn't flat when you think of it like that <laughs> it's so ridiculous wait sistine i want you to say that again because people's stomachs really hold them back from living their best life and it's crazy like i get it we've been told this from birth you know that we need to look a certain way and we need to be thin and we need to be this and blah 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 but at the end of the day you really got to break it down and say this is stupid like am i really Honestly. am i really gonna hold myself back from living my life having fun, traveling, going out with friends, meeting the love of my life, going after my career dreams. Are you going to actually waste your life away because your stomach isn't flat or your hips have dips ah! or your thighs touch? Like, it's so stupid. Like, don't let yourself hold you back for nothing because you're going to wake up oh when you're God. 70 years old and say, God damn it, I missed out on life because I was worried about my stomach not being flat. Oh my god i could even cry right now y'all 16 for president i always say i um i gaslight myself into like getting to where i want to be <laughs> and sometimes you have to do it sometimes you have to fake it till you make it you fake have to act like you the woman it. you want to be you know 100%. you have to act like the woman you want to be and so you, you are, can be that you woman, are queen you know? of that you're like this is oh, what i want you, i'm baby. doing it watch me Period. Period. And there's nothing less because, you know, like you said, I don't want to be sitting when my when I'm 70 years old being like, I really wish I could have. I really wish I could have done this. I, I, you know, I, I think we have one life. I say this on my podcast every time. We live every day and you die once. And if you can do one thing today to get you to the version of yourself you want to be, do it. Do it. Do it. Whether that's getting up and walking, whether that's getting up and talking to someone or applying to something. Like, life is too short for you to be not doing those things. Whether it's you wearing a crop top and going to that day party and living your best life, let that stomach hang. It's not that serious. At the end it's of the not day, that it's serious. not that serious. Go it's be not silly. that serious. Go be silly. Life is Go fun. be silly. Life is as Go fun as you make girls. it. Exactly. Go have yes. your whole face. Period. Whole face. Whole face. Whole face. Baby, you are phenomenal. Phenomenal. I'm obsessed with and you. And I'm just sending love and blessings to you with whatever is going, you're, you're doing with your career, your life. 
Thank okay, you. Okay, don't play with her. <laughs> but sweetheart, where can the people of the Queen's Archives find you on the internet, baby? So on TikTok, I am at Sistine, just my first name, S-I-X-T-I-N-E. And then my Instagram is at Sistine Royer. But like, honestly, you can search Sistine on literally anything and you'll probably find me because there aren't many of me. <laughs> I don't have a common name. Is there anything coming up for you that, you know, we should be manifesting for you and holding holding up for you? Is there something we should be doing for you here at the Queen's Quarters, baby? You know, no. I, I'm living my dream life every single day, and I'm going to continue doing it. Mm. And that's, that's it. It's, I'm a very lucky person. Period. Shout out to you. And shout out to the SI sister. Yeah. I, I love SI. SI really did. Like, SI, I love the family that they have brought me and us. It's amazing. And I am, I am, I am manifesting so many good things for you in the next couple couple months. Oh, thank you so much, Sistine. I really appreciate you. And we will be having a quick drink this summer, somewhere on a rooftop. I want to be on a rooftop, or like next to a pool. So, so let's make that happen. I'm down. Well, y'all, thank y'all for joining me and Sistine in this gorgeous, delicious talk. <laughs> I thank you again for listening. I'm your girl, Achinga Gutu. You can find me at No Ordinary Noir on Instagram and TikTok. I'll be back next week with another episode. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And I'll see y'all next week. Bye.